Welcome to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. This is not something I've taught in depth like this before, but I felt in my spirit to encourage you with this word tonight. And that word is expect divine protection throughout 2023. Expect divine protection throughout 2023. If there's anything that we can see in the scripture, it's that the enemy has a plan to destroy God's people. He's working to destroy, not just uh, kill you, but the Bible says he'd also love to attack you with sickness, would also love to attack you with fear, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, attack your finances, attack your family members. But I want to encourage you with this thought tonight. Get this in your spirit. Expect God to give you divine protection throughout all 12 months of 2023. We're believing God as we fast and pray. And I'm going to show you this in the the scripture tonight. One of the supernatural benefits of fasting and prayer is divine protection. Hallelujah. No calamity, no accident, no tragedy is going to befall you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. One of the supernatural benefits of fasting and prayer is divine protection. And that's what we're believing for. Our story is not going to be like other people's story in Jesus' name. We're not called to experience tragedy. We're not called to go from crisis to crisis. We're not called to go from issue to issue, problem to problem. That's not our story. We're called to go from faith unto faith, from victory unto victory, favor unto favor. That's your story in Jesus' name. So much so, it's like somebody wrote me not long ago and they said, I've been watching your family on social media. That's the happiest family I've ever seen. Seems like you guys are never sad. Seems like you guys are never depressed. I said, yeah, we're not. We're not depressed. We're not sad. Every day is a day filled with joy. And they said, you got the smiliest, happiest family I've ever seen in my life. And I said, thank you, because that's, that's a testament of God's goodness. It's a testimony. Never-ending joy, never-ending peace, never-ending strength. Hallelujah. We're believing for never-ending health, never-ending direction. And so God will do it. And we're talking about divine direction being a supernatural benefit of fasting and prayer. And I want you to expect it. Your children will be supernaturally protected in Jesus' name. Your spouse, your father, mother, sisters, brothers, supernatural protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy thought he could use to take you out, it will fail in Jesus' name. It will fail in 2023 in Jesus' name. And, and some, for some of you, your testimony is going to be, it failed inexplicably. Nobody can figure out why it failed. Nobody can figure out. We had people come back and give us testimonies and said stuff like this. Uh, recently, I got one of these. The doctor couldn't even understand it. They said, we've never seen it happen like this. 
We've never seen cancer react like this. We've never seen that kind of a turnaround, especially in the stage you were in. Couldn't figure it out. Could not understand it. But it's inexplicable. And so you know what we're going to have to say? It's the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. It is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. And so they, people won't be able to explain it. They won't be able to. It'll just have to be what the Bible calls a wonder. It's a wonder that when it takes place, people just have to wonder how it happened. It's a sign and a wonder in Jesus' name. And again, as you're joining me tonight, please take a minute and share this on social media. God has a plan to protect his people in 2023, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing on this. We're not going to suffer loss in Jesus' name. We're not going to suffer lack in Jesus' name. We're not going to be destroyed in our bodies, relationships, minds, finances, in our purpose. Divine protection is ours in Jesus' mighty name. And I'm going to show you this from the Word of God, and I'm going to give you a couple of passages where it specifically speaks of fasting and prayer for divine protection. The enemy wants to destroy you. The enemy wants to take you out. But you ought to give God thanks and praise that he has given you authority over every attack of the devil, over every plot and every plan of the wicked one. You've got authority. You've got dominion in Jesus' name. You're filled with power from on high. Hallelujah. You're filled with power from on high. And so I wanted to uh, start by saying, why are you looking at, did I do something wrong? No, I was. I thought I saw something run through here. And my God, if it did, I killed a moth the other night. I'll kill something else. I don't care what creeps into this place. Last night, we had a grasshopper that was like from the promised land came in here. We opened the door and it was like that thing came through. It had like divine increase on its growth level. It was like human growth hormone had been injected into a grasshopper. Thing was jumping all over the office. I think it was in the middle of a praise break. I don't care. I'll kill whatever jumps into this place. Remember, we're in South Florida. This is basically the jungle. There's just like animals everywhere you look. Um, I was golfing with Bishop Rick Thomas, and we're at, it, was, it must have been mating season for the, uh, the iguanas, and this, it was like Jurassic Park. We're in the middle of this golf course, and this tree just starts shaking, <laughs> like literally just, it was shaking like Jurassic Park, and all of a sudden, two massive iguanas that must have been mating fell out of the tree and splashed into the lake next to the golf course. If this tree's a shaking, no. I'm just telling you, it's like the, it's a jungle. It's a jungle out here. <laughs> so when I, I saw something come, I was like, my God, I didn't know what it was. But just pray for our divine protection within the studio tonight, because because I know one thing: if there is an animal in here, it's not going to be Alex or Tiffany getting it out. It's going to be this preacher. You're, <laughs> it's going to be your evangelist. Okay, let's get back into this. Um, so <laughs> My God, it's going to be your evangel. Um, <laughs> just stretch your hands toward our studio in Jesus' name. <laughs> I don't know, but we take authority over it in Jesus' name. So um, if you find out I'm not here for the broadcast in the morning, <laughs> I just, 
I just saw a reel last night. Did you send me that? A, it was a reel that said, a gorilla just reminding you that it could kill you at any moment. They were like National Geographic taking pictures in the woods, and this guy was laying in the grass taking pictures of silverback gorillas. And all, and all of a sudden, the gorilla just ran, grabbed the guy's pants, and took off running like he was nothing, like a rag doll, and then just left him laying in the grass. That's not happening here tonight in Jesus' name. We take authority over it. Um, but if there is an alligator on the bank tomorrow morning with a Ted-shaped stomach, It's a jungle out here. So we're fasting <laughs> for divine protection. And we're, <laughs> and we're believing God. Jess Burton now is rethinking her move to South Florida. She said, I was signing up for palm trees and sunshine. Um, <laughs> Dina and Brian. Brian said, my wife laughed so hard she snorted. <laughs> I love it. So divine protection. First of all, one of the things as we study Isaiah 58, um, and, and the Bible, uh, there's a book called uh, God's Chosen Fast by uh, Arthur Wallace, dealing with Isaiah 58. But when you look into Isaiah 58, this is the fast that I've chosen. The Lord starts to give them uh, the benefits of what will take place uh, when they begin to fast and pray uh, the way that he wants them to. But one of the things that he says is this. Uh, this is Isaiah 58 and verses 8 and 9. He said, Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness will go before you. And the glory, get this now, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. I like that. I want you to type it in the comments this way. God's got my back. God's got my back. The Bible says in Isaiah 55, uh, 58, 9, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. It's guarding you from behind. You know, when I was younger, I used to, uh, uh, of course, I've been in so many church services in my lifetime. Uh, it's, it's, it's wild. And um, I heard a preacher preaching one time and he, he was preaching this whole message on the armor of God. And he was going down through the different pieces of armor and he said, um, there's the helmet and of course then there's the breastplate and then you've got the belt and then you've got the, the shoes and you've got the shield and you've got the sword. He went through all of it and he said, but notice there's nothing uh, that protects your back. And he was making the point that all of the armor of God covered the front of you including the shield, because God expects you to advance at your enemy and never to turn and run or retreat. And he was trying to make the point that when you turn and run and retreat from your enemy, there's nothing that's guarding your back. There's no armor on your back, only on your front, because you're supposed to advance at your enemy. And me being like the little logical thinking kid, I, was always, I always sat there and thought, well, what if the enemy performed like a sneak attack from behind on you? You know, you didn't, whatever. I would always think like that. And uh, I thought, well, that, it never sat right with me. You know, never sat right. But then, of course, you come across Isaiah 58 and verse number nine. And the Bible says, no, the reason that the armor is on the front, you, are, you start to realize, look what Isaiah 58 says. It is God himself 
who's guarding you from behind. The, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. So you've got the armor of God covering you in the front. You've got the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. But God himself is guarding you from behind. If you haven't put it in, put it in. God's got my back. God's got my back. So God's watching out for you. He's got your back. He's protecting you. He's a hedge of protection about you. And so you know God wants to protect you from every... You look, old, I don't care if it's Old Testament or New how many stories of protection do we have in the Bible? God for his people, protecting, protecting, protecting. No matter how many enemies tried to take them out, no matter how many tried to destroy them, protecting, protecting, protecting. So God is your divine protector. He is your shepherd. His rod and his staff, they comfort you right? You can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and still fear no evil for he's with you. Hallelujah. He's with you. You know, I have to give God, give God praise again. And I don't care if YouTube and Facebook, uh, uh, you know, flag this broadcast, but I can tell you, I walked into 2023 and from this day all the way back to March, you know, 2020, I have not, and this is, this is not, I'm not saying this in a bragging way. I'm saying it because I had a purpose to fulfill and I asked the Lord uh, nonstop as we traveled and did his work, Lord, keep, keep a hedge of protection around me. Keep your hand of power on me. Protect me from every wicked thing, uh, no matter what the enemy's trying to do. And I can tell you from March, 2020, all the way until today, God's protected me. And, and, and here's the powerful part of the testimony. I didn't lock myself in my house for two years. I wasn't like, you know, locked in my house and having Instacart bring my groceries and, you know, not going out, having everybody bring me things from outside as I, you know, stayed away from what was going on in the world. No, we never stopped traveling. Let me, let me say that 2020 and 2021, we never stopped traveling 2022. Every year we've done more than the last. We never stopped. In fact, in March of 2020, we were in the midst of a revival in Detroit, Michigan, when the uh, outbreak hit the states and the lockdown started. When the lockdown started, I was in revival and the pastor said, let's keep going. And we finished out the revival. People in the church. I never stopped laying hands on people. And let me tell you, I kept on traveling, kept on preaching. The only time that uh, I was home was just that one month and a half where uh, God gave us this studio that we're sitting in right here and we needed the time home to get all this set up and built so that we could broadcast to you. So <laughs> my wife said, and your wife forbid hand sanitizer. I never put hand sanitizer on one time in these last almost three years. I've not put hand sanitizer on one time. And, and I'll tell you, people thought I was nuts. But I'm walking into 2023 completely unjabbed. No boosters and no jabs. I don't give any, that's not what gets the glory. And I told the Lord, and I said, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop preaching. I'm not going to stop traveling. I'm not going to stop being all, I was in so many airports. I didn't stop. I said, well, you know, God's word works from a distance. So everybody just stretch your hands. I said, get to the altar, stand shoulder to shoulder, lift your hands. I'm laying hands on you. I went down the line, laid hands on thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people, and people were healed. People were delivered. 
And literally, God protected me. Now, let me give you the testimony. From that day, when the lockdown started March 2020, to this day, with never stopping traveling, I have never had COVID one time. Never had it. I've never had it. I'm not condemning anybody. If they did get it, I'm just giving you a testimony. I asked the Lord to protect me as I did the work he called me to do. And from that day till this, I've, it has not touched my body. And it's not because I locked myself in a room. I was on airplane after airplane, airport after airport, church after church, laying hands on thousands of people. And never once did it touch my body. Never once. Because divine protection kicked in. God answered my prayer. God answered my prayer. And I'm telling you right now, he gets all the glory. He gets all the praise for what he does. All the glory. I didn't care. People didn't like it. I mean, the, the media didn't like it. My father and I went to Massachusetts, held a two-week revival with Pastor Brian Tomes, and I'll tell you, the, even the Boston Globe got a hold of it. Shuttlesworth, Evangelist Shuttlesworth, the family, super spreaders in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, called us super spreaders in the Boston Globe. <laughs> and they were right. I was spreading, but they had no idea what I was spreading, but it was the power of the Holy Ghost. They didn't like it. They were upset that we were gathered. They were upset that we were preaching. And my family wasn't sick. That's right. My family wasn't sick. My wife wasn't sick. My kids weren't sick. My dad wasn't sick. My mom wasn't sick. We weren't sitting around hoping we could make it through. No, divine protection came upon us and touched us and kept us. God will keep you. Let me, let me just say that this, this is something I've been thanking God for a lot recently. Because, you know, it's... It's powerful when you have a testimony where God healed you or delivered you or set you free. But did you know, it's just as much of a testimony when God keeps you from those things. Think about that. When I was younger, I used to have, you know, I used to think to myself, I'd hear people give their testimonies and um, I'd hear people give, you know, I used to be on drugs and God delivered me and now I'm a preacher or, you know, I used to be an alcoholic or, you know, all these different testimonies. And I'd think to myself, Lord, I don't have any kind of testimony like that. I've never done drugs. I don't know what it is to be high. I've never tasted alcohol. I don't know what it is to be drunk. You know, I, I, I've never done that. I, I went through all the things. You know, I, I wasn't abused. I didn't come out of that. And so I went down all of these things. I said, Lord, I have no idea what these things are like. And the Lord spoke to me while I was praying. He said, your testimony is that I've kept you from it supernaturally, that and that's now what we declare over our children. It's now what I declare over your children. No matter what you came out of. You say, well, you know, I came out of a life of drugs. Okay, well, now you're delivered. And you know what we're declaring over your children? That though you may have come out of drugs in a life of being high or hung over or whatever, your kids will never know what it is to taste drugs. Your kids will never know what it is to taste alcohol. You're no, your kids will never know what it is to taste uh, broken relationships and divorce and the third marriage. They'll not know what it is. God will keep you. God will keep you. And Britt's quoting that verse, a thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but these things will not touch me in Jesus name. And I quoted that. People were mad. You, people were quoting Psalm 91 during the, the whole mess that was going on for the last two years. People were mad about that. I had a, a preacher wrote a, a, an article online. Christians should not be quoting Psalm 91. 
Really? <laughs> really? And so uh, I'm just telling you, it's, it's a massive testimony when God keeps your family. You know, it's, it's like, you know, I, I can't believe things some people preach sometimes. I was at a church and I was one of the guest speakers at a conference. One of the main reasons I don't do conferences anymore. But um, this guy gets up and preached. And this is what he, he literally said this, a Holy Ghost filled preacher. He said, you know, everybody wants to know Jesus is healer, but in order to know him as healer, you got to be sick. Nobody wants the sickness, but you want to know him as healer. You got to go through some sickness. This is what he preached. This is what he preached. Everybody wants to know him as deliverer. But if you got to know him as deliverer, you got to be bound. You got to go through some things where you're bound in order for him to be your deliverer. This is what he was preaching. And I thought, what a bunch of foolishness. You know, you can't really raise your hand in church and be like, bull crap. You know, I wish I could. I still may do it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not past that in my life. I may, if I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say it. If I get into another situation somehow where somebody's preaching crazy doctrine and I'm in the service, in my suit and tie, on the front row. I'm just going to put my hands over my mouth and go, bull crap. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. Because I can't take it anymore. All of this foolishness, I can't deal with it. So one of these days, you're just going to see it. It's going to be somewhere. We're going to get the clip. We're going to take it and rip it off YouTube and put it on reels. It's going to be me on the front row going, bull crap. Because <laughs> I don't believe that nonsense. Because here's the deal, who I am or what I deal with or what attacks come, those don't change God. Can I tell you something? He's just as much my healer when I'm healed as he is if he heals me from a sickness. Get that in your spirit. God is just as much your healer when you are healed as he is if he heals you from a sickness or a disease. He's just as much, he never stops being Jehovah Rapha. Do you know, he's just as much your provider if you're in a place believing for increase or if you're already walking in the increase. He's the provider no matter where you're at. Hallelujah. He's just as much your savior, whether you just got saved today or you've been walking in righteousness for 30 years. He doesn't change. And so I don't need him to, uh, I don't have to be sick to know him as my healer. You know why? Because he's got keeping power. Whew, hallelujah. Put, put that in the comments. My God has keeping power. He has keeping power. That's right, Britt. He already did the work. He's not going to heal you again. He already healed you. We just receive what he's already done. My God has keeping power. And when the Lord hit me with that years ago, I started just adding that to my praise and prayer. And I'd be walking through my neighborhood, 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, that another month has come to an end and no sickness has touched my body. No disease has touched my family. I thank you, Lord, that another month has come to an end and depression has stayed out of my home. I thank you that anxiety and fear have to stay far from my home, that not one thing has bothered our minds all month. You kept us in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on you. And I just kept on thanking him like that because that keeping power, some people say, well, I don't have any kind of a testimony where God healed me of cancer or God opened my deaf ears. Or, I don't, no, you know what your, you know what your uh, testimony is? He's kept you and he continues to keep you and he's going to keep your children and he's going to keep your grandchildren. He's going to keep your loved ones in perfect peace and in perfect health and in perfect strength. He has keeping power and what we're believing for as we're, we're talking about this tonight, is that the power of God, as we fast and pray, will keep you divinely protected from the attacks that are going on in this world. Divine protection belongs to you in Jesus' name. And if you believe that, just write it in the comments. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It is yours. Divine protection is yours in Jesus' name. Well, did you know that as you fast and pray, you can believe God for divine protection? I'll take you, here's an Old Testament uh, story. If you're taking notes, and I know many people are, Ezra, the book of Ezra, chapter 8, and just a few verses here, Ezra chapter 8, starting in verse 21, and going to verse 23. Ezra 8 21 through 23. That's right. It's mine. Keep on writing it. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine in Jesus name. That's it. It is yours in Jesus name. Listen to this now. Ezra 8 verses 21 through 23. Then I proclaimed a fast there. Hey, Pastor Saul. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him, look at this, a safe journey for ourselves, our children, and look at this, all our goods. I'm going to stop there because I want you to hear this. God is so good. He'll not just protect you. He'll not just protect your children. He'll protect the things he's blessed you with. Hallelujah. He'll protect the things he's blessed you with. Can I say something? It's not your story to have your house burned to the ground in Jesus' name. It's not your story. It is not your story to have your car destroyed. It is not your story to have all your things stolen. No. God will not just protect you and your children. God will even protect the things he's blessed you with. Notice this. We proclaimed a fast at the river Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him a safe journey for ourselves, our children, and all our goods. For I was ashamed to ask the king for a band of soldiers and horsemen to protect us against the enemy on our way. Since we had told the king, the hand of our God is for good on all who seek him. And the power of his wrath is against all who forsake him. So before I read 23, listen to that. They said, we don't want to ask the king 
for help, we'd already testified that our God is so powerful that he will protect us. You know, I don't, I don't want to get to the other end of my journey and, and the king say, well, the only reason you're safe and sound is because I protected you with my army. That not because of your God, I did it. He said, no, we're not going to ask you for help because help, our help does not come from a man or men, plural. Our help does not come from governments. Our help does not come from corporations. Our help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Our help comes from the Lord. And that was exactly what he said. We're not going to ask the king. We're ashamed to do that because we've already told him. The hand of our God is for good on all who seek him. That means them. Look at verse 23. So we fasted and implored our God for this, and he listened to our entreaty. You see that? There's their testimony. So we fasted and implored our God. We, they prayed. They asked him for protection, and he listened to our entreaty. Look at that. The sole purpose of their fasting and prayer in this passage is just for protection. Nothing else. It wasn't to get closer to the Lord. It wasn't consecration. It wasn't any of that. Their sole purpose for fasting and prayer in this passage was for divine protection. And look at that. And God listened to our entreaty. Don't tell me he'll do it for them and he won't do it for us. As we live in a new covenant established upon better promises. It's a better covenant. We have a better covenant. We, they weren't a part of Christ's body in the Old Testament. We are. We are part of Christ's body. We are the children of God. We are sons of God. The Bible says so. The Bible says to as many as believed on his name, he gave them power to become the sons of God. We are sons of God. We are not just part of the family. We are part of his body. It's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level. And this, this passage is interesting because it's all they were asking for, divine protection, and they got it. And they got it. Now, let's, let's flip over to Esther. And I'm going to read First uh, Esther chapter 3. Now, if you don't know this, Esther chapter, the whole book of Esther, if you, if you read it, you know the story. They're believing God for divine protection against their enemies. And I'm going to read why here in a minute. But flip over in your Bible to Esther chapter 3. And um, we're going to read this setup, and then we're going to read what God did for him. Um, again, I want to just make a quick comment here. Um, because there's people that have asked, even during the fast, you know, what am I supposed to do? How do you fast and pray properly? Well, we're not, uh, first of all, we're not super liberal with our fasting, meaning, uh, you know, we're not, we're not Daniel fasting. We're not, you know, we're not eating food like the Bible says to do. However, we are drinking all liquids. And, um, somebody asked about, uh, dry fasting. And if you don't, you've never heard what dry fasting is, that's when you don't eat and you don't drink anything. No food, no liquids of any kind, not even water. It's called dry fasting. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Um, I wrote about this in the book, by the way. Um, here's one of the only places in the Bible where you're going to see a true dry fast. 
uh, what we're about to read in a moment. They did it for three days. Um, but again, I want you to remember something. The thing they were fasting and praying for was that, that their entire race would not be exterminated. That's, that's what they were believing for because that was the plan to exterminate their entire race and wipe the Jews off the face of the earth. And so let me tell you something. Your, your race is not getting ready to be exterminated. And, and let me go on to say this. Even Jesus only didn't eat food. I, I've been telling people, because there's people, they'll get super, they'll go after it, and they'll drive fast. It's like, dude, why are you trying to outdo Jesus? Jesus still drank. The Bible didn't say he came to the end of his fast and hungered and thirsted. It said, and he just hungered. He was drinking. Those in the Bible, for the most part, there's only a couple of times where there was a dry fast. It's very short. Don't do it. You don't need to do it. Do what Jesus did. Do what the apostles did and, and have liquids, but just stay, you know, don't eat food. I say that because we've had some people during the fast dry fasting and I'm, I'm just encouraging, don't do it. It's not necessary to do it. God honors your faith as you're keeping yourself away from food for this period of time. But let's, let's read this now. Esther 3 um, And I'll start in verse two. All the king's servants who were at the king's gate bowed down and paid homage to Haman for the king had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage. And then the king's servants who were at the king's gate said to Mordecai, why do you transgress the king's command? And when they spoke to him day after day and he would not listen to them, they told Haman, in order to see whether Mordecai's words would stand, for he had told him that he was a Jew. That's why I'm not bowing down to a man. I serve God and God alone. That's what he's telling him. I'm not bowing down to Haman. He said, I won't because I'm a Jew. And when Haman saw Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage to him, he was filled with fury, but he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone. So as they had made known to him, the people of Mordecai, Haman, look at this, sought to destroy all the Jews. All the Jews. The people of Mordecai throughout the whole kingdom. See that. So this is a serious attack. This is a serious attack. This is total extermination of the Jewish people. And he said, uh, and Esther decided it's time to do something very drastic. And so we jump into Esther chapter four. We get to her commands uh, starting in verse 15. I'll read through 17. This is now we're in Esther four, next chapter, verses 15 through 17. Listen to what she said. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf and do not eat or drink For three days, night or day, I and my young women will also fast as you do. Then I will go to the king, though it's against the law. And if I perish, I perish. And Mordecai then went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. And of course, you know the story that though she approached the king and though it was against the law and though though she came into his throne room and could have been killed for it, In fact, she was not, and she was able to save, by the power of God, all of the Jews. 
And this fasting and prayer right here unlocked divine protection, not just for Esther entering into the king's uh, throne room, but for the entire race of the Jews. Divine protection. So here we see just two passages where fasting and prayer produced divine protection. And I'm telling you right now, you have a right to stand and believe God for divine protection. It is your portion. It is your portion. It is your story. And I'm telling you, I felt this in my spirit. I wasn't planning on teaching tonight on divine protection. And as I was coming into the studio, uh, it jumped up in my spirit. I believe the Holy Ghost led me in this direction to teach you tonight. Expect divine. I don't know what's coming in 2023. I do not know. The Lord didn't show me any uh, catastrophes. He didn't show me any uh, accidents, calamity. He didn't show me any natural disasters, wars, rumors of wars, nothing like that. I don't know what's coming in 2023, but I do know this. The Lord said uh, to my spirits, and I was led in this direction, encourage everybody in the Victory Tribe to believe me this year for divine protection, that they will be separated from what's going on in this world, that they will be separated and protected from the attacks of the enemy, that tragedy will not befall them, that accidents, that calamity, that wickedness will not befall them in Jesus' name, that we'll be able to finish every month and say, thank you, Lord. We've just come through another month and none of those things touched me. We came through January and no sickness or disease came upon us. We thank you. We came through January and there was no accident, no tragedy, no, nothing that, it, that destroyed us or our property. We thank you, Lord, that we came through January and depression couldn't come on our mind. Anxiety attacks couldn't come on our mind. Suicidal thoughts couldn't destroy us. We thank you, Lord, we came through January and nothing could destroy our marriage. Nothing could destroy our relationship with our children. Wickedness could not come and take us out of the presence and kingdom of God. You start thanking him that as we cross over every month, January into February, February into March, all the way to the end of the year, we'll be able to lift our hands and thank God that divine protection was extended toward us and our family and our possessions, just like Ezra says, and it'll be our story in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It will be our story in Jesus' name. And I don't care. I don't care what the devil has planned. I don't care what he thinks he's going to release in 2023. We have authority over it. We have dominion over it. It is under our feet in Jesus' name. It will not come near our dwelling place. The blood of the lamb is on the doorpost of our home. It's over our children. It's over our grandchildren. It's over our bodies and minds and finances. It's over us. We are in the covenant that God set up for us. And it, it, will, not, it will not harass us. It will not touch us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Perfect peace, perfect health, perfect strength, perfect blessing. It's going to be our story in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, just lift your hands where you are and receive it. Just receive it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Perfect peace, perfect joy, perfect strength, perfect blessing. Hallelujah. Divine protection is ours in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it, Lord. We give you praise. Lord, we thank you tonight that there's not one weapon 
formed against us that can be allowed to prosper. Just like you told your people in the Old Testament, not one weapon formed against us can be allowed to prosper. We thank you that your hand of protection is upon us. We thank you that our children will experience divine protection. We declare in Jesus' name, angels are guarding them. Angels are watching over them. Your word declares, Lord, in Hebrews chapter 1, that angels are ministering spirits that are sent forth to minister to those that have inherited salvation. That's us. And so, Lord, we thank you that angels are watching over our families. Angels are watching over our children and grandchildren, that no evil thing will, will befall us. We thank you, Lord, that our families, our children, will never be found at the scene of the crash in Jesus' name. Our bodies will never have to be identified in the morgue because of an accident in Jesus' name. Our children will not end up in a drug house somewhere, addicted and overdosing in the name of Jesus. Our children will not be found passed out at parties, drunk, alcohol poisoning, in Jesus' mighty name. Our children will not be found abducted, taken, trafficked. It'll not be our story in Jesus' name. Our children will not be found in the midst of school shootings in Jesus' mighty name. For your hand of protection is extended to us by your power, by your grace, by your glory. And so we thank you. I actually give you praise ahead of time, Lord, for the protection that's afforded to your children in Jesus' name. As your word declares, a thousand may fall at our side, 10,000 at our right hand, but these things will not touch us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm, I'm believing for those that are believing for their families, those that are even now putting uh, prayer requests in the comments. Restore families this year. Let this be a year that sons and daughters are restored to the parents and parents to their children. Let this be the year that grandchildren are restored. I pray for our children, Lord. I pray that our children will be filled with the Holy Spirit at the earliest possible age with the evidence of speaking in other tongues in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would keep a hedge of protection even around our righteousness. I thank you, Lord, that no wicked thing can destroy us. No wicked thing can take us out of the presence and the power of God. We thank you, Lord, that every plan and attack of the devil that's launched against us will be destroyed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we command every curse to return to sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, witchcraft will not work against our families in Jesus' name. For even those that people have tried to work witchcraft against them, doesn't matter what type it is, it holds no power. It holds no authority over the children of God. And so now I declare tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit that every demonic curse that was formed and sent against the people of God, every one of those curses return to the sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Self-destruction by the power of the Holy Ghost, for it cannot touch us. How can anybody curse what God has already blessed? How can anyone curse what God has already blessed? 
And so tonight we declare it. We cannot be cursed in Jesus' name. We cannot be destroyed by evil in Jesus' name. Demonic forces that are working to harass the people of this nation and other nations. They can't come near our homes. Our homes, we declare, are guarded by the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Lord, tonight, if you've not done this, you should do it. We've done it with every home that we've stayed in, every home we've lived in. Father, we dedicate our homes to you in Jesus' name. Our homes belong to you. As we are in covenant with you, everything that is ours belongs to you. And so, Lord, we dedicate our homes for your service, for your purpose, and we thank you that as we dedicate our homes to you, no evil thing can enter into our house. We thank you that sickness has no place in our homes. Disease has no place in our home. Fear, depression, heaviness, anxiety, suicidal thoughts have no place in our home. We thank you, Lord. Marital problems, relational issues have no place in our home. In Jesus' name, I declare this. Lift your hands if you're watching. Unrest has no place in our homes. In Jesus' name, the devil will not steal even our rest. For Lord, your word declares in Psalm 127 and verse 2 that you give your loved ones rest. You give your beloved rest. And so we enter into that rest in Jesus' name. I declare, even through this fast, that your children will sleep better than they've slept in a long time. Let divine rest come upon their home, come upon them and their families, their children. Even for our little children, our children will not suffer nightmares and night terrors in Jesus' name, filled with a spirit of fear. It will not come to pass. It will not be our story. Our children will sleep soundly in Jesus' name. Our children will have peace that goes beyond natural understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, even as you did for those in Ezra that made their petition to you, not just protect us and our families, but we thank you that you're the source of everything good that we have. You're the source of our blessings. You are the provider. You're the great shepherd. And because you've given us everything good that we have, we ask you even to put your hand of protection on what you've blessed us with. Our homes are divinely protected. I thank you that no storms will destroy our homes in Jesus' name. We'll not find the wreckage. We'll not find trees that have gone through the roof. We will not find walls that have been destroyed and earthquakes that took our houses out, tornadoes that destroyed our properties. In Jesus' name, we ask you to put a hedge of protection around the things that you've blessed us with. In Jesus' name. Same with our vehicles. Same with uh, if we have other properties, our businesses. Everything you've blessed us with in our business. It will be divinely protected and you'll get all the glory for it. We thank you for that. We pray, Lord, even for those that are believing for increase, their finances will be protected by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, as we tithe and as we give and stand faithful in your presence, I thank you. It doesn't matter what the economy does. We declare in Jesus' name that you are our source. 
You are our, our provider. And so no matter what happens in the economy, no, no matter what happens with global banks, no matter what happens with the Federal Reserve, no matter what happens with the Treasury, our finances will be abundantly blessed. For you are our source and provider and that we'll see constant increase. We declare in the name of Jesus that we will not face economic collapse in Jesus' name. We pray in the name of Jesus. Our families will never know bankruptcy in Jesus' name. Our family will never know crushing debt in Jesus' name, but we'll walk in a place of being debt-free and building wealth in the kingdom of God. Blessed to be a blessing, to promote the gospel, to invest into the kingdom, make us a blessing in our generation in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray now for protection. We're talking divine protection. I pray now for protection on our nation in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you, if you're not living in the United States, I see some people in Brazil, some people in South Africa, pray for your nation where you're at. Lord, we pray for divine protection. I see others in Canada. I pray for divine protection for our nation, for the United States of America and the minor outlying territories. I pray in Jesus' name that you would put your hand of protection on us, that we will not be engaged in war, that we will not be engaged in attacks from terrorist organizations in Jesus' name. Lord, no matter what the evil want to do in the nation of America, we pray that you would blow your breath and blow every attack away from this nation. No, I, I feel to pray this way. Father, I pray that no explosive devices will be detonated in this nation this year. I pray in Jesus' name, no nuclear threats to this nation by the power of your Holy Spirit. I pray that every terrorist attack that's being planned would be thwarted and this it would be averted in this nation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that we would have peace in America, peace in the United States, that we would have peace in even the outlying territories in Jesus' name. Lord, keep our nation, even from major uh, natural disasters, what they call natural disasters, keep our nation from these uh, horrific attacks, destroying people's homes and people's livelihoods. I pray that you would keep us from even those things. Let divine, I pray that we get to the end of this year and that it is said, this was one of the quietest years America has ever seen. This is one of the quietest years that the United States has ever experienced. I'm telling you, pray these things for your own nation. Wherever you're watching from, pray this for your nation. Father, I pray that there would be not civil unrest, civil peace in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I pray everything the devil thought he could use to stir up trouble and racial tension, I pray that those things would quickly come to an end. Those uh, with ulterior motives to stir up racial tension for an agenda and a purpose, let those things come to nothing in Jesus' name. And I pray that racial tension settles down dramatically. Rioting settles down dramatically. People will say, it was one of the quietest years that the United States ever saw I pray that that would be the story by the time we hit December. This is one of the quietest years that the United States has ever seen. Let it be by your mighty right hand, O Lord, by divine protection in Jesus' name. 
by the power of your spirit. I'm giving you praise ahead of time. I'm giving you glory ahead of time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your supernatural power. Thank you, God, Father, for your supernatural protection. We thank you that this nation will be abundantly blessed. No matter who's in the White House, no matter who's in the Senate, no matter who's in Congress, we thank you that our nation will be abundantly blessed. Your people, your faithful people, will stand head and shoulders above the wicked in Jesus' name. We thank you that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. We thank you that this is going to be a year that we will see divine increase in every area. For what the wicked had planned to do, to use, to destroy even the people of God, what we saw even over these last two years and a half, that they tried to shut the church down, not only in America, but around the world. Those things will never come to pass. For your word declares, you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so now, Lord, I'm praying for divine protection for all of your servants throughout the earth that are carrying out the work of heaven. I pray for Christians that are doing the work of the Lord. I pray for those that are standing in fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. I pray for them right now. And I ask you, Lord, to put a hedge of protection around every one of them that no evil thing would be able to stop what you've called them to do in Jesus' name. Lord, as you've done so many times before, do something supernatural and protect. And I pray especially for those that are in nations ministering, nations that are hostile toward the gospel, nations that are hostile. I pray, Lord, that those nations would open up by the power of your Holy Spirit. Let nations like China open up fully to the gospel and churches would not have to go underground to be able to meet and to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let these nations, Lord, open up by the power of the Holy Ghost and let a mighty revival sweep through these nations and let those that are doing the work in these nations be supernaturally strengthened and protected by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I pray for the nation of Japan. I feel that leading in my spirit to lift up the nation of Japan. Lord, though they've never had a nationwide revival, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would blow your breath on the nation of Japan and let revival spark and sweep through that nation by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let revival spark and burn through Japan like wildfire. Let many souls come into the kingdom of God. Let many be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Let signs and wonders and miracles come to pass to show the power of Christ in that nation. And we declare Japan will be saved in Jesus' name. Japan will be saved in Jesus' name. Japan will be saved in Jesus' name. Lord, whatever it is that is being worked behind the scenes in the United States of America, those with globalist anti-Christ agendas that are trying to make plans behind the scenes, possibly in correlation and in uh, partnership with European 
powers, whether they be the World Economic Forum or other antichrist organizations, I ask you to jerk the cover off of what was hidden in the darkness and reveal it, expose it, and destroy it in the mighty name of Jesus. Every antichrist plot and plan, I pray that you would reveal it, expose it, destroy it in Jesus' name. Throw a wrench into the works of the devil's plan and let it come to nothing in 2023 in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for divine protection upon all of our faithful churches, all of our faithful churches. I thank you that our churches will not be destroyed. Our churches will not be vandalized. Our churches will not have uh, destruction from any kind of even natural disaster. I pray you put a hedge of protection around our churches in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that. This will be a year that we will see your mighty hand at work and protection will be ours. Some will look and say, how in the world? How in the world did that not hit you? How in the world did you not experience that? How in the world did that not come across your path? And we'll only be able to lift our hands and give you praise and glory and honor for what you did in our lives in 2023. All we'll be able to say is it's the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. It is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes in the wonderful name of Jesus. Lord, we're thankful. Now we take a minute uh, to give you thanks for what you're already doing. Thank him where you're watching from. Thank him where you're listening from. Lord, we give you thanks. First, we thank you for all the things you've already done. We thank you for all that you've kept us from. We thank you that though many of us should be dead, we are here tonight to give you thanks and praise and glory and honor because you kept us, you protected us. And so, Lord, we thank you for what you've already done. But now, Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do in the upcoming months of 2023. By faith, Lord, as I taught this morning, that we believe we receive when we pray, not after it manifests, but when we ask you for it. And so tonight, as we've just prayed, we believe we receive those things now. And so we thank you and we praise you like it's already done. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Only you could do these things. Only you can answer prayers. You're the only true and living God. There's nobody like you. There's nobody on your level. There's nobody beside you. You are God all by yourself, God alone. You have all power in your hand, all authority. You receive all do dominion and glory. You receive it all. It belongs to you. And so we thank you now, Lord, for everything you've done and all you're about to do. We give you praise. We give you glory. If you feel, I feel the anointing on that. If you're thankful, if you believe it's done, throw some hands up and give God some praise. Where you're, so I, I've been getting messages. People are doing watch parties for these broadcasts. People are all coming together. Shout in the living room. Give God praise. If you want to, jump up and dance. Get it on video. Hallelujah. Post it on a reel. Let people know you're happy and expectant for what God's about to do. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that not one creature came into this studio tonight and attacked me or Tiffany or Alex. We thank you, Lord, there's no iguanas, no alligators. We thank you there's no weird-looking creatures in Florida that I've never seen before. Thank you, Lord, for no mutated grasshoppers. Thank you, Lord. 
we give God praise and glory. That's it. Throw up some hands and give God praise. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.